and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our show, History Through the Pages, where we examine classic literature for themes and modern relevance. Today, we are diving deep into the analysis of Nathaniel Hawthorne's famous novel, The Scarlet Letter. Hawthorne's tale of secret sin, judgment, and self-worth is chock-full of symbolism. But today, we will be examining the prison specifically. The prison is a dark, ugly, and lonely place of punishment and isolation. It represents the harshness and misery of the Puritan culture, as well as Hester's personal hell. Because of the condemnation of her sins, Hester is trapped in the walls of her choices and the hypocrisy of her town. Today, we have two special guests joining us. The first is none other than the author of the novel himself, Mr. Nathaniel Hawthorne. We have a few questions for you, Mr. Hawthorne, about the significance of the prison. What do you want the audience to understand through the symbolism of the prison? I would like my readers to understand that the prison is more than bricks and mortar and a place of damnation. It is an intangible place of suffering. In Puritan culture, the rules to live by were strict, repressive, and lacked individualism, and the punishments for breaking the rules were cruel, severe, and for public display. However, the man-made biblical standards that govern society did enable the Puritans to survive in the new colony of Massachusetts, even though they had shaped a joyless, vengeful existence on the path to righteousness. When I begin the novel, I mention that the prison is already a worn-out building despite the fact that it is relatively new. Hester has been in the prison awaiting her sentence for adultery. This is where the prison takes on another meaning. She is in a prison much greater than the walls around her. She is living in a prison of hypocrisy, judgment, and the choices she has made in her life. Very interesting. Why did you begin the novel with an entire chapter describing the prison? Because society today is vastly different than the Puritan society, which is the setting for the novel, I needed to take the readers on a bleak journey back in time that would seem unimaginable today. In dedicating the first chapter to the prison, I establish the mood of darkness, depression, and despair. Throughout the description, I portray the framework of Puritan life, rules, righteousness, and redemption. When I describe the outside of the prison, I write about the drab Puritan clothing and a plot of weeds. Those things represent a lack of color and life. They symbolize repression and sin. I also describe the prison door with great detail. It is made of heavy timber oak with iron spikes and rust. The prison door symbolizes the struggles and restraints of the new world, as well as the type of punishments endured by prisoners. It also plays another important role in the novel. When it is time for Hester to walk through the prison door, she crosses the threshold into her new world of guilt, shame, and criticism. Overall, my intent of the prison description is to paint a vivid picture for the readers of Gloom and Doom so they could try to identify with the time period and characters. Very well said. Our next question for you is, what is the significance of Hester Prynne, the novel's main character, starting the novel in the prison, waiting for her public shaming? The significance of unveiling Hester in the prison is to set the tone and give background to the setting and character. It shows that Hester is trapped in her sins and she must depend on the townspeople for judgment. When Hester emerges, she is a beautiful, elegant woman 
among the ugliness of the town. She is holding her daughter and is accused of being proud of her sin because her badge of shame, the letter A, is made of fine silk and looks like a decoration. When she walks through the door of the prison, she is critiqued by the other women and they criticize her, her light sentence on the scaffold. This signifies Hester's revelation that she is alone and must live her life suffering for her sin. Excellent. Next question. Why does Roger Chillingworth come to visit Hester in the prison? Great question. Chillingworth visits Hester in the prison to calm her down after she has a panic attack on the scaffold. Chillingworth is the town's physician and their relationship of husband and wife is a secret. Upon seeing her, he realizes how beautiful she is and that he did not deserve her. Hester is physically uncomfortable around him. This scene in the jail cell is where Chillingworth's revenge is sparked. Hester can sense this and she grows scared for her lover Dimsdale. Chillingworth does not know Dimsdale is her lover yet, but Hester knows he will find out eventually. Very good. Our last question for you today is, what does Hester's release from the prison, but still being trapped in the colony, represent? Hester chooses to remain in the colony because her love of Dimsdale and her connection to the place where she committed her sin. It represents that Hester cannot escape her past and she will never truly be free. This also attests to Hester's character. Hester is a determined woman and her decision shows that she is accepting her sin and is ready to take on her new life. Thank you very much, Mr. Hawthorne, for your detailed explanations on the significance of the prison in your novel, The Scarlet Letter. Coming up, we have another special guest, the main character of the novel, Miss Hester Prynne. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the show. Today we are analyzing the symbolic prison in the novel, The Scarlet Letter. Joining us today for some questions is the protagonist of the novel, the Scarlet Superstar herself, Hester Prynne. How are you today, Hester? Very well, thank you. Glad to hear it. We have a few questions today regarding your experiences with the prison. First, what was going through your head as you waited in the prison for your public judgment on the scaffold? I was thinking of my daughter, who I was holding so tightly in my arms. I was also thinking of her father, who I loved over my own self. I wondered if the town realized the hypocrisy of their judgment and how I could live out the rest of my life under their ridicule. I can't even imagine how difficult it must have been. Next, what was it like to experience some of your first moments with your daughter Pearl in the prison? It was difficult, yet comforting. I was sad and scared inside the prison, but having Pearl was a sign of hope. I got to have a piece of Dimsdale with me. I named my daughter Pearl because she was my only treasure and I paid a high price for her. I had to sacrifice my freedom for her, but I knew she was innocent and precious. Did you feel more ostracized from society being in the prison or did you feel a sense of safety? I felt both. In prison, I was protected from the judgment of others and having to face what I have done. However, I was ostracized from the man that I loved and the life that I wanted to give my daughter. I knew I could never fit into society because of the sins I committed, even though I felt I was not the only one with sins to bear. 
Very deep and interesting. Our next question for you is, how do you feel about Roger Chillingworth visiting you in prison? I felt fear. I was reminded how I never loved this man and it was a mistake to marry him. I had chills thinking he was going to harm me or Pearl for what I had done. Although he accepted responsibility for being a bad husband and promised not to harm us, I was scared for Dimsdale because I knew what my husband was capable of doing. Lastly, how do you feel when you were released from the prison? I felt conflicted. I was carrying the burden of my sins, so I was still imprisoned by my choices, yet I felt I deserved the same freedom to sin like everyone else. Thank you very much for your time, Hester. Coming up, we will look into another source about the analysis of the Scarlet Letter. We hope you enjoyed our interviews as much as we did, ladies and gentlemen. And we certainly hope you gained a deeper understanding of the novel, The Scarlet Letter. This novel is full of symbolism and messages that transcend the scarlet story of Hester Prynne. If you find yourself wanting more insight about the book, please check out the article, An Analysis of Symbolic Images in the Scarlet Letter, by Hai Hong Gao. This source illustrates in great detail many of the symbols found in the Scarlet Letter. It also gives new information on various technical aspects of the novel, including historical background and Hawthorne's writing techniques. This source is useful because some symbols may be overlooked while reading the novel due to the engaging storyline or Hawthorne's style of writing. The article's thorough analysis of the novel gives background on Nathaniel Hawthorne, information on symbolism itself, a synopsis of the Scarlet Letter, and a detailed breakdown of different symbols presented in the novel. Personally, I found the article very beneficial. Some symbols listed in the article escaped my attention while I was reading the book, but the analysis brought them to my attention. In looking at the symbols of the novel, such as the prison, this article points out, quote, the multiplex angle of the hypocrisy of religion and social darkness at the time, end quote from Gao on page 1775. Esther's body was literally trapped in a prison contemplating these exact ideas of the society that trapped her feminist and independent spirit. Overall, I would rate this source as a four and a half out of five stars for its thorough and complete analysis of the symbols in the Scarlet Letter. The only thing I wish was analyzed more in this article is the actions of the characters. As we close our show today, I would highly recommend reading and analyzing The Scarlet Letter. Its engaging story is so powerful and deep. The story's message about how the consequences of one's choices and the judgment of others encage a person in their own prison of personal torment is still so relevant today. In today's society, the mistake can often draw in judgment from others and elicit personal agony from oneself. A misguided social media post, a rash decision, or a misinterpreted comment can draw in the hypocritical judgment of many and cause internal agony within oneself. It is so important to realize that it is human to make mistakes, and moreover, our mistakes do not define us. Rather, mistakes can help us to grow and mature in a way that improves ourselves. Thank you for listening. Cue the music.